But I think if you look at the people that are not only high achieving, but are also fulfilled, they've found a way to truly fall in love with the daily practice of becoming great and the daily practice of continuous improvement. Welcome to the Outperform Podcast. My name is Scott Welly. I'm an author, speaker, and the founder of Outperform the Norm, a global movement that helps people achieve peak performance in their personal and professional lives. I've spent my life working with top performers in business as well as athletics, and each week it's my aim and mission to bring you an inspiring person to share their personal stories and insights, or perhaps it'll be a personal message from me, but with one very simple goal in mind, to help you outperform. Your time is precious, and I want to thank you for spending it with me here today. But just one small ask before we get started. If you find value from this podcast, the greatest way that you could possibly thank me would be to head on over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast platform happens to be and give it a five-star review. Also share it with somebody that you know that you would like to help outperform so we can all grow this movement together and strive to make the world a healthier, happier, higher performing place. Once again, thank you for being here. And without further ado, let's get started. Hello, all performers. Last week, I was speaking to a group of youth athletes, and I was talking to them about paying the price of admission. And if you haven't heard me talk about the price of admission, it's basically the discipline, dedication, sacrifices, grit, work ethic, that it really takes to be able to accomplish or achieve anything valuable or anything worthwhile, really in any area of your life. And one of the stories that I told was a legendary story I remember hearing about Michael Phelps. And it was after the Beijing Olympics, where it was actually a 60 Minutes interview with his coach, Bob Bowman. And Bowman said for the four plus years leading up to the Beijing Olympics, Michael Phelps didn't miss one workout, not one. Every single day he was in the pool. Thanksgiving was in the pool. Christmas in the pool. Birthday, he actually said he was in the pool twice. It is just an insane and a legendary level of work ethic and discipline that I think can so easily get overlooked where we can look at somebody like, let's say, a Michael Phelps and just say, well, he was just born with this thing, or he just has this genetic, you know, touched by the hand of God. And that's why he was so great. And, you know, did he have a genetic predisposition to be a great swimmer? Yes, absolutely. I think you can't make it to the Olympic level without some amount of that. But I think what truly separates the good from the great and from the legendary is truly that work ethic and that daily discipline of doing what they're doing. And when I was talking to these youth athletes about this, was I telling them to, okay, I want you to go out and practice your sport every single day for the next four years? Not necessarily. But I think in our society these days, and especially in my field, whether you want to call that motivation or self-help or personal development, peak performance, there are some people that go around that just beat the drum of, you know, if if you want to achieve or accomplish something, you just got to outwork everyone and you just have to, you got to really grind 20 hours a day, every single day. 
And they preach these different things. And and in a way, is their message good? Well, yeah, you need to, to work hard if you want to achieve or accomplish something. But one, they never actually tell you, how do you do that? Like, how do you take a long-term goal and be able to continue to work hard and be gritty towards that goal? And two, how do you actually find some enjoyment in that so you're not just hating your life when you're just grinding towards whatever it is you want to achieve or you want to accomplish? So what I talked these youth athletes through was to basically look at it, they brought me in at the beginning of the season. They were all getting to copy my Outperform for Student Athletes book, doing the EPIC program on the back end. Uh, but I was kicking off their season, and after I left, they were going to be setting their individual as well as their team goals. And I, I said, okay, this is how you look at it. And you may have, quote-unquote, season-long goals too. You may have a long-term goal, whether it's next month, next quarter, next year. But you basically take your season goal and your season is nothing more than a collection of the games that you play. And you can't be excellent in a season without being consistently excellent in all of your games. Now, your games are nothing more than a collection of all of your practices. You can't be consistently excellent in all of your games if you're not having consistently excellent practices. And your practices are nothing more than a collection of all of the, you can call them drills or skills, modules, challenges, but all the different components that actually make up a practice. You can't be excellent in a practice without consistently being excellent in all of these different components that go into an individual practice. And when you look at this, it's really a trickle-down effect. And if you want to know how the highest performers on the planet actually stay motivated towards a long-term goal, it's thinking about it on this level. Well, I remember hearing about Michael Phelps and hearing about the micro-goals that he would have each and every time he would get in the pool. And that's how people stay motivated and stay empowered to do something. And, you know, I brought up kind of the mentality before that gets permeated in our society sometimes about you just got to want it and different things. And, and when you do this, and one of the things that I've really noticed about high achievers is I think you can be very high achieving with the mentality that I mentioned before. But I think if you look at the people that are not only high achieving, but are also fulfilled, They've found a way to truly fall in love with the daily practice of becoming great and the daily practice of continuous improvement. And when you look at it through this lens of your season is nothing more than a collection of games and games are nothing more than a collection of practices and practices are nothing more than a collection of the minutes and the seconds and the hours and the components of those different practices. Now you become more mindful of what you're doing every single day and how that actually impacts your long-term goal. Because it can be very easy for all of us, you, me, these youth athletes, and everyone to just kind of look at it and to lose that connection to just say, well, it doesn't really matter what I do today, or I can kind of, I can lose focus and not be that productive, or maybe not show up for this workout or not do this thing. And it's not really going to matter that much in the grand scheme of things. Well, 
It might not matter that much if you just do it one time, but every little thing that we do on any minute-to-minute, second-to-second basis is in some way going to impact our entire season or whatever the long-term goal actually happens to be. So the reflection question that I compelled all of them to ask themselves is just simply, how did I get better today? And it's a question we can all ask ourselves. And you can ask yourself this question when your head hits the pillow. You can ask yourself this question before you leave the office if you're at work. But it's a question that when you ask yourself, how did I get better today? Now, all of a sudden, you start linking, what am I doing specifically each and every day? And you start to maximize what it is that you're doing. And there's really two particular reasons or ways that this becomes a very powerful strategy and a reflection question for all of us is if you ask yourself, how did I get better today? Is it anchors in a better than yesterday mentality? And instead of if you have a very lofty long-term goal or something out there that you want to accomplish, instead of focusing so much on the gap and how far you still have to go, you focus more on how far you've come. And you focus on that incremental progress that you're making. And because you do that, it is more empowering and it is more motivating. And the second reason that this is great is it pits you against you. It doesn't typically pit you against anyone else because you're asking, how did I get better today? It's not asking, how did I one-up someone else? How did I gain a competitive advantage over this player? It's really looking at and it's saying, how did I individually improve my own performance and where I was yesterday? And once you start doing that, the time, the energy that you're putting into those seconds, those minutes, those hours each and every day, now all of a sudden you start to maximize your productivity and you start to squeeze just a little bit more out of each and every day. And when I talk about this, you know, again, I let off with a story about Michael Phelps. So when I'm telling you that you're never going to have times where maybe you're not as focused at work, you kind of go through the motions or you miss a workout, it will happen to all of us. I mean, honestly, we are imperfect creatures. Cut yourself a little bit of slack. But I think instead of looking at it like, wow, okay, I'm going to have this monumental 180 degree shift as far as what it is that I'm doing. I promise you, if you start to ask yourself just the very basic question of how did I get better today and start to just level that up a little bit where you become more cognizant of what am I doing during these times and how is that really impacting my practices, my games, my season, and that long-term goal, you are going to be so much better off in terms of whatever it is you're looking to achieve or accomplish personally, professionally, or athletically. So I hope this served you. Keep outperforming, and as always, wishing you the best of health, happiness, high performance. Have a great day. Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it 
with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.